Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot um, and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I can't wait over the next few weeks to share my advice, my hints and tips on everything style and fashion. So come on, let's get going. So hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Pocket Stylist podcast. I'm Lisa Talbot, and I am really excited today because I'm joined by Nick of Man About Style. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, Lisa. Very well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. You and I have kind of worked together. We've done a few bits, and I just thought it would be lovely to have you on the podcast because you specialize in the men's style and obviously I specialize in the ladies style and I just thought it would be lovely for us to kind of chat over the men's and ladies fashion for the new spring summer season but before we get going introduce yourself to all the lovely listeners and tell them a little bit about you and please tell them what you've been involved in over the past because I'm sure they're going to want to know. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. So I am Nick, aka Man About Style, and I am a menswear personal stylist. So I have a firm belief that I want to provide proven positive change for men that are battling with insecurities, lack of confidence, and a lack of sense of style. So I've started this now for five years, but in the meantime, I am a stylist and a costume designer for film, TVs and commercials. And I've been doing that for about nine, 10 years. And I've worked on things like X-Men First Class, um, Eurovision with Real Will Ferrell, Spider-Man Homecoming, um, The Sweeney with Ray Winston, and then TV shows like Strictly Come Dancing, The Voice, worked, done Googles for Cadbury's, Capital FM, um, things like that. And it's great. It creates great dinner conversation and, you know, you can, you can find out some real dark and mysterious stories from celebrities that I'm sure the press would love to. Some of those TV shows, I mean, they are iconic, aren't they? There are Saturday evening TV and, and how many of us have actually sat there? I remember like X Factor and you used to sit on the sofa and go, I wonder what the the ladies are wearing tonight. You know, when the the doors came back and they came out and it was always that, wasn't it? I remember that, you know, especially, you know, a few years ago when it happened, it was just, you just wanted to see what they were wearing. And even recently, you know, with Britain's Got Talent and all of that, it's, it's really interesting though isn't it how it's we all want to see what people are wearing yeah, you know it's so true and it's actually once you're it's it's amazing the smoke and mirrors of film and television because once you're watching it at home and you've got that feeling of saturday night you've got the glass of wine and the takeaway it all feels so much better and then when you're working there 
you almost see in its rawest form and you see that the costume changed 15 minutes before that you've got to go live on air. So it's quickly pinned and hand stitched in at the back or one of the guy's ties was like his knot has come loose. So you know that someone's back there sweating backstage trying to fix his tie and stitch it in place. Um, so I love the craziness of TV and I love the, the kind of things that people don't necessarily get to see. So like my mum and all of her friends and my aunties would love the fact that I did Strictly Come Dancing and they'd always want to know the secrets and the yeah. glitz and glamour of it. But it's, it's not always glitz and glam. <laughs> Sometimes... No, they, they don't see you running up Oxford Street, do they? When, when no. you literally at 100 miles an hour with about 15 <laughs> bags, desperate to collect stuff. So you're doing things are slightly different now, aren't you? Because you're heading up Man About Style um, and... That is just so exciting because, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of your, um, your reels, your Instagram, your videos, and the men's styling is so interesting, I think, you know, and I think for spring, summer, for both ladies and gentlemen, I think, you know, we've all been locked down for quite a long time. And I know for a fact that I think people are desperate, aren't they, to see new things. And I know lots of people have shopped online. However, I do think visually people love to see the colours, the fabrics, the prints, the textures and all that kind of thing. What have you got coming up colour-wise for the men? So for the men is not too dissimilar to women, actually. And I think this gender fluidity has been stirring up for a while now. Um, and it's nice to actually see with spring. And I think if there's gonna be any season to get away with it, it's spring, summer. And it's nice to see that men's colors are really light and pastel shades and really soft and gentle, which I can only assume is not too dissimilar to the women's. Is that right? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the, the, the pastels this season are beautiful. You know, that powder blue, mint, green, soft yeah. lemon, that lovely baby kind of real candy floss pink. And yeah. I think it's really interesting because I'm seeing a lot of these colours coming over from last year's spring, summer. And it's almost like they're trying to make sure that there's things in people's wardrobes as well, but that beautiful soft tone. Um, and then, but we're seeing lots of brights. So really interesting, you know, that wonderful cerise pink, cobalt blue, royal blue, you know, pillar box reds, the, the real vibrant yellows, all that together as well. Um, and really prominent this season for us is jade green. What about yeah. you? Have you got a few brights thrown in for the men? Yeah, there's a few brights. There's a lot of... Um almost neon greens coming through and cobalt blues. Mm. So there's a lot of that that you're seeing just in details of shirts and on pipings, on jackets, for instance. So that's quite nice. I feel like designers are making up the lost time of last year. The fact that they had all this amazing stock and then it all just got thrown online a minute's notice and no one actually got to play with it. So now the season's come back round 12 months later. I feel like once we're allowed to go onto the shop floor and touch everything and see everything, try it all on, they want, they want a big impact. They want us to go to the counter with this item and actually pay for it. So I feel like designers have stepped it up a bit in terms of the designs and what we're looking at now. Mm. I think, you know, I think that's really interesting because we heard, didn't we, earlier this week, that from the 12th of April, from Monday, the changing rooms are going to be open. 
And yeah. that makes a huge difference because I heard, um, I think it was last week, that COS, from a ladies' wear point of view, I'm assuming it's going to be exactly the same for the guys, no one has tried their clothing on for, like, since last March. You know, yeah. and it's really interesting because you and I, obviously, from a styling point of view, I recommend clients try things on because, you know, we know that things on the hanger look incredibly different on the body. And yeah. actually, you know, online works brilliantly if it's, if it's done with the assistance of yourself and me because we know what we're looking for, how it's cut, etc. But yeah. lots of people struggle with online, don't they? Because they can't quite see how it's going to cut or the color's not quite the same. And that's why there's such a high proportion of returns. Yeah, and cause is actually a really hard store, as you mentioned it, to just buy off the hanger because the shapes are so irregular. There's so yeah. many hems that are off the shoulders, so many boxy shapes that if you held something up to a client, they're just going to see a big square blanket. And you need it to be on the body so you know where you're going to tuck it, where you're going to tie it, how you're going to style that item. So I've got a naughty confession. Um, with the few clients that I had in between the lockdowns, COS is one of my go-to stores. And we would go in there and then you would do your hands when you walk in and they say, okay, now please don't try any clothes on. But I've got a guy that's spending money and he wants the most value out of me. So then I'd almost be watching for the shop assistants and then I'd quickly throw it on his body, hiding behind a pillar, just so I could be like, okay, right, you look good, we'll take it. So we did that. And then sometimes what we did is we went all around the stores, bulk buyed everything that we couldn't try on, went to Reese, because Reese seemed to be the only store allowing you to try items on. And we literally just did a massive haul and just stayed in Reese for an hour or two, just trying everything on that way. And then if it didn't work, we went and returned it. Yeah. So I feel like this time round, it's just gonna it's gonna be refreshing for our industry, for our job. I think we're gonna get an extra kick out of it because we've almost got one of our powers back. So yes. we're gonna be able to play. We're gonna have fun. And do you know what was so interesting? I was in both Marks and Spencer's and Next yesterday because I had to collect um, and create the outfit for the fashion pod that I'm putting in um, next week into the shopping centre. And you were, you're absolutely right. I was round there like a little kid. I was, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was the one that was going, <gasps> like hyperventilating as I'm walking around thinking, look at the colour of these trousers, look at the fabric, because yeah. I touched it, I felt it. And, and it was so lovely because it's visually, you could see the colours, you could see yeah. how the, the dresses hung. I could see how, you know, the cerise pink blazer was going to go with the red trousers, mm. which was then going to integrate the animal print belt and all that type of thing. And, you know, I've gone for the fashion pod with these real brights because I want it to make an impact. And, and it's really interesting because from the, the brights point of view, you know, you don't have to wear the brights nor do you have to wear the pastels. You just have to feel comfortable with what's coming up. But I think from, you know, from a colour point of view, both the men and the, and the ladies have got some beautiful colours that aren't necessarily the blacks, the whites. We've got black and white, we've got monochrome, but we've got some beautiful tones to integrate. What about, um, so for the ladies, we've got um, lots of relaxed so like relaxed workwear, so wide leg trousers, high-waisted. You know, we, we kind of moved away from that kind of structured 
really quite you know fitted look and it's really quite nice because we know some of the ladies are going to go back into an office environment but the workwear is more relaxed we you know the, the the wide legs are stunning you know flared jeans we're kind of going back to a bit of a nod of the 70s what are you seeing male wise for for some of the styling yeah, so for us, there's a lot of wide and relaxed cuts also. And what we're seeing is a lot of stretch in our fabrics now. And we've got rid of a lot of waistbands and a lot has actually been elasticated. Yeah. So I feel like people have realised, okay, people are wearing joggers and it's comfortable. And let's not have them still wearing joggers. Let's build a trouser that's got an elastic waistband so they can have that comfort still, but still feel smart that when you're working from home and you've got a Zoom meeting, you're still gonna crush that meeting because your legs have still got that tailored feeling, but you can actually breathe. So we're seeing a lot of wide and relaxed cuts, in particular the trousers that are just more fluid, more comfortable, and it's almost making the skinny jeans look a bit more vintage once yeah. again. Um, so like, for instance, I was just scrolling through All Saints last night and I was seeing, they've got a lot of carrot, carrot bits, which is nice which again is if you've got big rugby fires, for instance, there's a lot of room for your fires in the carrot fit, but they've still got all of their classic cigarette skinny jeans. And I'm looking at the models and I'm feeling like that's almost, it's very noughties or very early, you know, 2012 or something. So I think it's good that it's being pushed to a more wider cut because I think for a gentleman, it's more gentry. I think, Sometimes if a guy goes to the gym, we don't need to necessarily see that they go to the gym. I think it's a lot more classy what we don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I guess that's the same for a woman as well. Yeah, no. And, and you know, I love, I love that look on a man because, you know, you, you think some of the gentlemen that have worked from home, all right, they may not be in suits for work. You know, certain industries they would have done, wouldn't they, if they were in Canary Wharf or anything like that. But a lot of them have been at home. And you think, again, they may have been in shorts last summer, joggers, they may have been there, you know, spent lots and lots of time in jeans. But actually, that, that real lovely suiting kind of look is so elegant. And it doesn't have to be formal, does it? No, not at all. So even there's so many people, brands now, that are doing blazers that are unstructured. They've got no lining, they've got no shoulder padding, They've got nice wide lapels, which is again giving a nod to that 70s look. But we're seeing a lot more of this relaxed suiting, like you just mentioned, and having tailoring that doesn't need to make you feel like you're going to a wedding or going yeah. somewhere that warrants a suit. And what I'm enjoying, well, I'm going to enjoy even more once I can go out and meet people, is just wearing a relaxed pair of white trainers with my brand new black unstructured linen blend suit that I've got just with a simple white t-shirt underneath. And I've almost picked my first outfit once I get a client out of lockdown. And yeah. it's not too dissimilar from that. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think a lot of men should steer that way. So it's just gonna make you feel good. It's gonna give a nod to feeling your sharpest best self, but also it's not gonna make you feel claustrophobic, yeah. still relaxed. But you said something then, you know, about getting dressed up. 
And I think that's mm. really interesting because everybody, haven't they? And let, you know, unless, because the majority of us have either been at home or those that may have been working might be key workers. So they've been in a uniform. And actually now where I think we were in becoming quite a casual nation, now we all want to dress up. We all want to kind of put on the best bits just to go to the supermarket. And, yeah. you know, and, it, and it is, isn't it? We've gone through that whole stage of, I'm going to the supermarket, let's get dressed up. You know, I've got clients who have said, look what I'm wearing, I'm only going to Waitrose. Do you know what I mean? But, it, but it's, it's that whole thing, isn't it? And for us as women, the blazer is, I always say, it's one, one garment you should always keep in your wardrobe because it just elevates everything. Like you said, the T-shirt with the lovely suiting, and you're going to wear white trainers. It, it's fantastic. Have you got any prints this season for the gentleman? Yeah, there's a lot of prints. There's a lot more, again, keeping with the 70s feel. And I think that comes from the likes of Harry Styles, how yeah. for the past couple of years now, he's been number one and number two of GQ's most stylish man. And I think that's brilliant because if you asked Dave the Builder if Harry Styles was stylish, he'd probably say no but somehow he's getting this appreciation from fashion people and from the everyday people. But realistically, he's wearing vintage 70s look clothing. So I feel like designers are taking a nod of the boundaries he's breaking and putting it into mainstream mass productions. So we're seeing a lot more shirt prints, strong collars, fabrics like Cauldroid is coming through and little accessories like neckerchiefs just all giving a nod to that 70s look. So there's a brand called Casablanca, which is a high-end brand, but their shirt prints are delicious. Like each design looks like it's been just painted by Van Gogh. I don't know who the, the artist is that has created these prints, but they're so stunning. So Casablanca is the one brand that I'm screaming from the rooftops at the minute, if you've got a bit of money. Um, so yeah, hopefully other brands that are a bit cheaper will mimic yeah, yeah um not copy but mimic these designs so everyone can afford them yeah when you said a bit of money give give the listeners a bit of an idea what what kind of price do they come in at then so for a shirt it's about 170 pounds okay but it's it's a silk blend obviously a unique printed design it would feel like candy floss touching it it would probably just fall off of your arm if you hung it over your arm so it is a beautiful piece so if someone does save up and spend money on that piece i would always recommend looking after it hand wash it don't just chuck it in the washing machine with all your other dirty clothes treat it like it's your little baby and i do that with myself if i brought an expensive let's say couples leather jacket yeah. For 400 pounds and again this is a jacket i'm going to have for this year next year the year after that I put it, piece, isn't it exactly exactly i put it in a suit bag it's not scrunched up with other clothes in the wardrobe i treat it like it's my baby yeah yeah do you know i think and it, it's really interesting isn't it my husband loves like beautiful wool knits he it always has and he always says to me please give them to your mum to wash because she treats his knits like you treat your couples leather jacket <laughs> seriously and they're all neatly done and and he said you know when they come back from my mum's who you know who is 83 he says why can't you do that 
And I'm like, yeah. she's had years of practice. But do you know what? It, they smell beautiful. But you are so right because, you know, I could be terrible and just launch them in the washing machine. She looks after them. She takes care of them. It's a bit like women's denim, you know, wash it inside out. Don't tumble dry it because you'll break down the elastane that's in it. Yeah. And therefore, you know, you're better off. I know um, yeah. one of the uh, reps that used to come for, um, I think it was um, J Brand. She said, you're not actually supposed to wear uh, wash your jeans like once a year, you know, mm. because it, it's how you look after them and, and all that type of thing. And, it, and it's really interesting. Um, what about accessories for men? Because obviously women, we always look at, you know, different jewelry. We've got big necklaces this year. We've got, would you believe, house slippers? And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I can't believe any woman still wants to be in a pair of house slippers after all this time. Because lots of ladies said to me, Lisa, I'm fed up of wearing my slippers. You know, so, but we've got house slippers. We've got big necklaces and we've got the wonderful practical tote bag. And for us, it's all different, you know, leather, fabric, colours, but they're practical. So we can fit everything in it. You know, some of them are metallic and whatever. Yeah. But what about the guys? What have you got accessories wise? Well, for men, it's neckerchiefs. So I brought a Saint Laurent neckerchief for £100 on Etsy, it was. And this was three years ago because I did an ITV show with Dawn French about these talented little kids and I wanted, I think it was one of my first design jobs and I wanted to make a statement. So I had shoulder length hair at the time. So I brought this black and white paisley neckerchief and I wore it. And yeah, a lot of people made comments on it. And I always thought, why is no one else wearing neckerchiefs yet? But three years later, they're now everywhere. And so many brands are knocking them out. And I think it takes a very brave and specific menswear style to pull off a neckerchief. Um, so I don't recommend it to everyone, yeah. but I feel like they're trying to push that further. And also you talking about tote bags, tote bags for men, you've got just the general canvas material tote bags, but normally let's say on ASOS, for instance, you would have to type in women's section, accessories, bags, then it will take you to tote bags. Yeah. And now they're actually in the menswear accessory section and you've got all these variety of tote bags. So I've got a nice fluorescent orange one because orange is my favorite color and my branding color yeah, yeah. i've got a new a new balance silver one i've got a tie-dye blue and cream one from h&m so it's nice that a guy can actually it's almost now acceptable because yeah, society's yeah. made it acceptable to walk down to sainsbury's with a tote bag on your shoulder and i love it <laughs> yeah but if you think about it you know why should a man not because at the end of the day you know if if he's going to go in, you know, like you just made a comment about Sainsbury's, but if you go into Sainsbury's, you don't always want to buy, you don't want to buy their bag because you're trying to help with the environment. So you, where do you whip your bag out from? You know, it, yeah. it's one of those, isn't it? And I think I love accessories because I think they, you know, you, you know as well, hats and everything, they just inject color, they inject texture, they inject fabric. And I think that's what we're going to see. You know, we've got yeah. all the events that, have been pushed back, haven't they? From weddings that have been delayed to, to christenings, everything like that. We've got, um, for this season as well, all the beautiful, elegant dresses. And not just nice. the dresses that you might wear to a summer party, but you know, the dresses you'd wear to the weddings, to the christenings, to Ascot, to, to Goodwood, all that type of thing. And I nice. think that goes back to what we said earlier on about people want to get dressed up. 
they yeah. feel like you know don't they they want to kind of get dressed up so if we've got that kind of real elegance i know we've spoken about that the guys from a relaxed point of view have you got almost an area as well that's just notching it up a level as well for an event like that yeah so with a lot of guys and this is what i've I've almost found a little niche. So I get quite a few groomsmen come to me or groom and his groomsmen come to me and they want, not that they realize what they want. They just want it to look as good as the bride. And so they should, it's a lot of money to have a wedding. You should feel as just as amazing standing at the end of the altar um, with your loved one. So what I've done for them is instead of just going to Hugo Boss and buying just an all Navy suit, which they expected to buy. Instead, I was mixing and matching. So I almost created a bespoke look from many different stores to make them look their sharpest, best self. So for me, I cannot wait to jump back into Westfields to keep doing that because I have, I've done three grooms so far and I've enjoyed every one of them and being sent their photos of their wedding day makes me feel like I'm a part of it. So what I cannot wait to do is to continue this because it is a more relaxed approach to the traditional wedding. So it's kind of make it's totally in my comfort zone as the guy that deals with everyday wear and not just tutorial fashion like most other stylists. This is totally in my realm and I cannot wait to do a lot more of that. I just do you know what I think, isn't it? It's like you said, it's for what we do. We love what we do. And you, you're right, you know, the Westfield, I'm thinking, sitting there thinking now, you know, the, the, the most joy that my job brings me is being able, exactly like you, to know where to go, what to do, putting it all together, creating the outfits, and then seeing ladies, you know, smile when they open back the changing room. Because for us, I think everybody, isn't it? For us, it's easy because that's what we do. You know, our playground is the shopping centres and the online because we can mix and match and i think yeah i'm i'm totally with you in yeah. can't wait to get back yeah. to the shops. You know, this... be, before we finish today what would be let's say your top couple of tips for the for the guys for the new spring summer what what would you kind of recommend so i would recommend i'm not going to say the obvious one because I've said it a lot recently, which is a trench coat. So I'm not going to say the obvious one, but I'm going to go to another item, which isn't groundbreaking whatsoever, but there's so many variations of it at the minute, and that is the bomber jacket. So the bomber is being reused over and over again. I love a bomber jacket. I, I know, right? Love a bomber jacket. I know. I love the brands are still using it, but tweaking it. So whether it's yeah. got a cuffed hem at the bottom whether it's going straight down at the bottom whether it's got chest pockets and waist pockets little collars they're now pushing it into the varsity realm so now they've got off-colored sleeves they use putting levers on the sleeves you're seeing literally probably i reckon about 20 different variations of the bomber jacket so what's nice about that is that if you're a particular style you can have this item that fits in with you because sometimes there's one item let's say the trench coat it is what it is it's a trench coat yeah there's nothing more to it but with the bomber jacket if you've got a slightly more rugged style you know you drive a triumph motorbike you go and drink high pa down the pub then you can find a bomber that suits you (laughs) if you're a more city guy that works 
for a high-end bank and you go for posh drinks at the bar on a Friday after work, then there's a bomber jacket that's going to suit that. It's probably in a suede fabric. It's probably more structured to the body, less bulky. So that is my tip, is to get hold of a bomber jacket now, or if you want to save a bit of pennies, then wait until the season's done so you can get a little save in there, hold out for the sale. So that's one thing for me. Um, and let's come up with another one. Another one is staying minimal. Whenever you're buying for yourself or shopping for yourself, if you find it tricky or hard, then keep it minimal. Keep your tones minimal, whether it's monochromatic, whether it's neutral tones, whether it's fits that just make you feel good and are nice and comfortable on the body. If you go straight to the section that's got the loud prints or the busy colors or the big boxy t-shirts, then you're only going to scare yourself and it's going to keep snowballing because every time you open that wardrobe you're going to see items that you don't know how to put together so if you want to just make styling very easy and simple for you just keep it nice and minimal yeah they're great tips and and you know what that as soon as someone says bomber jacket it takes me back like the, <laughs> the yesteryears and i and I've, I've got a beautiful blue bomber jacket and i love it it just it's so versatile and i think that goes back to the whole you know it, the fact that everybody can wear one but that's absolutely brilliant i've loved those tips so let me give the the ladies a couple of tips as well so mm. i would say a one garment that i would put into into the wardrobe this season would be a wide leg trouser because they're flattering they fit they've got beautiful cut they hang beautifully, you know, they fit in at the waist and they hang down. And this season, so many colours from like you were talking about the base neutral tones. So the, the whites, the blacks, the navies. And if you want to be a little bit more adventurous oh, and the beiges and the oatmeals. But if you want to be a little bit more adventurous, you can go for the blues, the reds, the cerise pinks. So I would say to any lady, pop a pair of those in because... You can wear them with a heel, you can wear them with a boot, you can wear them with a trainer, you can do whatever you want with them. I think they are, I just, I love the fact you can wear a trouser every day because it just yeah. looks so nice. Um, yeah. And my other tip would be, so we are looking at real, what we call wardrobe icons. So I would say a shirt. Now we're seeing a lot of oversized shirts this season. So I would definitely err on the side of caution because if you're petite, you don't want to wear an oversized shirt because it's just going to drown you. But a shirt, again, for me, you know, a pinstripe shirt is just stunning. So that, that's yeah. what I would go with. Um, Who's um, jumping out of you in terms of icons at the minute? Um, in terms of a celebrity or an actress or a musician? Does anyone jump to mind? I think they're all really quite hot? interesting, aren't they, at the moment? Don't you think? Yeah. You know what... Yeah. Um, I have to say, I think Kate Middleton's done really well over lockdown because if you've watched her, um, she's made it very um, wearable. You know, I think people could look at her and think, do you know what? I could wear that. And I think she's done that incredibly well. Now, she's quite classic and quite traditional, but... I really do think she's appealed to a much larger audience this season, just purely because, and you know, over the past year, because I do think people look at her as an icon and I do think people go, 
do you know what? I can look like that because she doesn't over-rotate anything too much to be, you know, whereas if you look at, I don't know, look at Anne-Marie on, you know, on The Voice. Yeah. You look at her and go, that's, I love it. I think it's great. But people will look at her and go, it's great, but I won't wear that. And I think from my perspective, you, we want, don't we? We want people to wear what they feel comfortable in and what they feel the yeah. everyday. So, so that's, you know, kind of mine. Let me throw it back at you then. What, who's, who's for you? Nice. Um, so again, <laughs> ha- <laughs> Harry Styles. Um, but I've already mentioned Harry Styles. And another one is Justin Bieber. And again, if you're a man of 40 plus, you may think that it doesn't actually work with you, but it's not the case. He's actually transitioned himself that he can be this rap pop icon, but also his off duty stuff and his high end stuff. He's actually very tailored at the minute and he's very flattering. So for instance, his new music video, Peaches, he's wearing a pastel pink very in-season suit and just a simple white vest. So what you can take from that is, again, the tones he's used this season, the way it's cut on his body, he hasn't got it skinnied and tight. It's sitting from his waist, which looks really flattering because he's got a tight white vest tucked into it. And it's just hanging from the waist straight down to the floor. So it's nice and roomy, nice and relaxed. And again, he's kept it minimal. He's just got a simple white vest on underneath. No jewellery, just letting the pastel pink suit do the talking. So even if you're a guy of 40 plus and you think, I can't relate to Justin Bieber, I think it's always about, for us, it's telling people not to be too heavily influenced, isn't it, by these people. It's taking little points of what you like. Do I like this colour? Do I like this fit? Do I like this brand? And then see if it can work for yourself. Yeah, and, and I think that's what's so lovely, isn't it? It's about how you and I work with clients on an individual basis it's never about us trying to make the client you because we're all very different it's about making sure that we understand we listen to the client and then recommend and pull the outfits together because what i might like the client might not like and vice versa so it's about doing that um i could talk to you for (laughs) hours you and i i know forever and ever but um I'll tell I'm you very... what, you can, make me, you can make me a roast dinner when I'm allowed in the house. Yeah, exactly. Listen, and I'll come my, round. My kids would say you probably wouldn't want my roast dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brilliant at styling. Cooking is not really my forte. So it's, <laughs> it's really, yeah. So maybe I might just um, buy you a nice meal or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, listen. We, I could talk, honestly, I could talk to you forever because we have so much in common because of what we do. Um, and... I have loved chatting to you today and I'm sure everybody else has as well. So um, thank you, Nick, so much for being my guest today. Um, You know, I've had a wonderful time. Um, Thank you to everyone for listening um, and please tune in again. Um, So thanks to everybody. Thank you, Nick. See you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.